Some shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Bo Henderson. What is one thing that has come about or really changed in this this pandemic we've been facing, COVID-19? It's us realizing how important technology is and how we use technology. Hey, I'm Bo Henderson here with Dr. Bill Lampton, and you're listening to North Georgia Business Radio X. Dr. Bill, what are some of the things you've seen with technology uh, shift just since we've been going through since, what, maybe March of this year? One of the biggest things, of course, is that very few people who are doing instruction are doing it with an audience that they're with personally. We, we can't do that anymore. Seminars, speeches, coaching. Fortunately, though, we do have the technology that we can do that with. I would imagine that six months ago, there were a large number of people that had no idea what Zoom is. I might have thought it was a comic book. <laughs> but since then, Zoom has become very popular, and I've made good use of it myself. Well, and, you know, it's not just for business. I've, I've been seeing that's ways that grandparents have been seeing their grandkids. And I think it's one of those things we've been kind of forced a little bit, but maybe it was a good thing we've been forced to embrace and accept. And one of the things I've noticed is it's not just the businesses that we've had to address. It's the consumers been getting a little more comfortable and a little more open to really utilizing technology. Yes, and I, I agree, too. And I think uh, many people who had never done FaceTime with their phone before are enjoying doing that. And that's another way to visit with family. Well, I've always been impressed since I've known you, Dr. Bill. You've embraced technology. You taught me. I remember going over to your house one day and you were teaching me how to do videos on an iPad. This was probably 10 years ago, it seems like. It's been a while. Well, speaking of embracing technology, you did a webinar this morning, which is another use of technology to deliver content, deliver value. So tell us a little bit about what was the topic, because I know it's related to business because you were teaching it to the chamber here in Gainesville. Yes. Well, the topic that I handled this week with the chamber was 20 things your customers don't want to hear and what to say instead. So 20 things they don't want to hear. Give us give us a few Sure, and there are probably 75 I could give you, but we're limited. Some of them that I mentioned in that chamber webinar, uh, one would be where you walk in and you ask somebody behind a desk for something, and they say, that's not my job. You don't care whose job it is. <laughs> you, just, right. you just want to uh, get your service. And what the person could say that makes that okay is, it's not my job. But that's Marvin's job, and I'll take you to Marvin and introduce you to him. So don't just say, it's not my job, or don't just say, I don't know. That's another kind of showstopper, conversation stopper, and the customer might leave if that person doesn't know. I don't know, but Darlene knows, and so I'll take you to Darlene. And especially in that position, uh, you might not know, but are you going to help me facilitate what I'm needing? All right. Is, are you going to get me to that person like you're talking about? Okay, what else we got? Well, there are a couple that I brought up that maybe people had not thought about before. And, of course, you like to do that. One of them is I advise that if a person of rather mature years, they, they look a little bit older to you, if they come into <laughs> your business, don't ask them just to start a conversation, are you retired? 
you might as well say to them, you look kind of useless. You don't have much energy. Uh, I can't see you being effective in anything. So I, I suppose you're out of the workforce now. What do you say instead? Yeah, what's a better way? Okay, you can compliment those people very much by saying, what do you do professionally? Aha, that's a real compliment because people think I am still in the workforce. Much, much better than asking, are you retired? And there's one other I want to throw in that's a very natural, in fact, empathetic and sympathetic question we might ask. And that is, a customer comes in physically disabled. They're in a wheelchair. They've got a crutch. They've got a cane. got a boot on their, their foot. And our temptation is, what happened to you? Right. But that can be very distasteful. And I, I'll give a personal example. One time in a store, someone came in wearing one of those boots, which I had to wear one time when I broke a toe. The moon boot, right? That's right. right. Yeah. And I said to the person, oh, is that a new style of shoe? <laughs> Trying to be upbeat. And unfortunately, they said, I was in a serious car accident. My foot was damaged but we had two fatalities in the wreck. So that wow. taught me, don't call attention to that. People who have any kind of physical limitation want to be treated just like anybody else. So among the things not to say to your customers, that's very important. Well, you're listening to North Georgia Business Radio X. We're talking with Dr. Bill Lanton about things not to say and maybe how you could say them a little better. Now, Dr. Bill, one of the things on this show that we love to do is highlight local businesses and learn more about businesses and our community. So for listeners out there, I'd like to know, go to North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook and let us know what is a business that you're a big fan of or what is a business that you would like to see us promote. So go to North Georgia Business Radio X and let us know, and we'd love to highlight that business and let people know the good work they're doing and just let people know the people in our community and the businesses that are out there because I think knowledge and awareness is key. And really, if we've learned anything in this time, we need to support each other. We need to support local. And we realize one thing, when everything falls apart, it becomes very clear that businesses, local businesses, it's what makes this community go around, right? Yes, and I think um, one of the encouraging and happy things we've seen is that people are being more charitable, they're being more supportive, they're being more cooperative, and they're trying to help those who, whose business has been strongly impacted by the downturn economically. That's right. That's right. You're seeing people come together. Well, while we're talking about connecting on the Facebook page, I want to do, this is something we did going all the way back to 2010 on an original version of a similar show, The Rich Life Show, that we were on. We did a local question, or we did a trivia question and tied in some of our local businesses. So what we have today, I have a $20 gift certificate to Avocados on the Square. So it might be a nice date night or part of a date night, right? I guess I'm not eligible. Bill, I know. It's funny. Whenever I do these, I get all these entries. William Lampton. Bill Lampton. All these variations. <laughs> William E. <laughs> That's right. So no, Bill, you're not eligible. So since we're going to be talking about technology today... The question is going to be technology-related, but again, you're going to need to go to North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook, and the first person to post the correct answer is going to get our $20 gift certificate this week to Avocados on the Square right here in downtown Gainesville. So here we go. What was the topic of the very first, now this is the first one, the very first Google search? 
So if you know, or if you can find it, the first person to post this, as soon as you hear this, is going to get that gift certificate. Now, you got any guesses, Dr. Bill? No, none at all. But I, I do remember so well the very first night that I had access to the Internet, a new computer, and found out what this Internet stuff was. And I remember usually I, I'm a, a guy who goes, goes to sleep 10 or 10.30. Next thing I knew it was midnight. All that information out there at no charge. What a kick. I like it. So that's what – now, Bill, I think we've been talking. We've queued up technology, but I think it's time let, – let's take a break. But let's bring on the real professionals. I say it's time to get the real professionals in the room here when we come back. So we're going to learn more about technology. We're going to talk some about YouTube. There's a lot of exciting topics coming up. You're listening to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm Bo Henderson here with Dr. Bill Lampton, and there's a whole lot more coming right up. talking technology uh, we're going to get into some fun things here things i like we're talking about content creation youtube working from home i know that's been a shift a lot of people have done i'm bo henderson here with dr bill lampton on north georgia business radio x and bill we have a guest we both know i know he's helped you a lot with a lot of the technology as you've been learning and putting content out there why don't you bring him in for us Yes, Dusty Porter, Porter Media in Gainesville, Georgia. Dusty and I met when I was exercising over at the Y several years ago. Dusty was working behind the counter there. We chatted a little bit, and we had a conversation about what do you do and what do you do. And Dusty said, I don't think I will be with the Y that much longer. And I said, why? What are you planning to do? He said, well, I I do some things in technology. I believe I'll go full time in technology. I got to tell you, he prophesied something big time there. Just to give you a thumbnail overview. Now he's been working online for 10 years. Get this, Bo. On YouTube, he has 316,000 subscribers I'm pretty impressed because they were telling me I just had a few more to get to 100, and I thought that was good. <laughs> That's right. Not 100,000. <laughs> That's uh, right. 100. He has posted there 810 instructional videos. He's a busy guy. He also deals with podcasts, with videos, Twitter. He's produced 450-plus podcast episodes. So there's not much going on in technology that he doesn't know. He's also a DJ, an MC. He's been a wedding videographer. Do I need to say more? I think he can cover just about anything we need. Everything I need. That's right. And, and Dusty and I have worked very closely together, and he's very valuable to my business. Well, Dusty Porter, welcome to North Georgia Business Radio X. Guys, it's great to be here. Super excited. This is my second time on uh, this show, so I'm super excited to kind of talk about what's been going on recently. And you guys, uh, it's just so much fun. I remember the last time I did this, uh, the conversations that we had led me to go back into my office and think about things a little bit differently. So super excited to be here again. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, I'm excited because, you know, this is stuff I love to talk about, too. Uh, and I know this is where things are going. You're just kind of ahead of the curve. Or you're, you're up there on the front end. Uh, so I know, Dusty, for a while you've been working from home. We mm -hmm. talked about that. You left kind of more of a, a traditional job and started working from home. And as we're seeing record unemployment layoffs, we're seeing a lot more people having to work their jobs from home. Or maybe they're considering, hey, maybe I should do something different from home. 
What's that been like? Are you noticing a lot of that? Yes. Uh, personally, in my own home, uh, my wife is a teacher. And so, you know, around March 8th to the 12th, they transitioned from, you know, going from the classroom to, you know, virtual learning. That's a, a term that a lot of folks are getting more familiar with, especially the past few months. Um, and so people like her and other people who are used to going in or punching in uh, had to learn, you know, different techniques and strategies to do the jobs that they were doing in person. Uh, and I know my wife and I have had a lot of uh, late nights trying to figure out things, whether it be in Google Classroom or, uh, you know, figuring out how to use Zoom for her teacher friends or whatever it may be. And so, um, you know, my YouTube channel, as Bill mentioned in the intro there, already had a ton of instructional videos on how to live stream on all of the available platforms on how to use Zoom. So, all of the videos that were out there, I remember vividly, you know, the beginning of March, and I remember the way that I create videos is that I would go to the Google search tool, and basically, if you guys don't know what that allows you to do, it allows you to see the trends, uh, you know, what people are searching for. And I noticed that Zoom was, you know, at the very <laughs> top. So we're, you know, my wife says that Zoom is now a, a curse word at our house. We don't, we don't even <laughs> like to talk about it. Uh, but I saw that, and so I already had a Zoom video out there. It was doing fairly well, a couple hundred thousand views at that point. And I said, you know what, I want to do a more in-depth tutorial. Uh, and so I had a lot of people emailing me and commenting on that video video kind of already telling me their pain points. And so I just went ahead and made about a 30 minute video start to finish beginner's guide on how to use Zoom. Um, and, you know, since March, I believe March 15th or 16th, when I released that video, um, I have now over around 20 million Holy watch cow. time on that video. So there's been more than 20 million minutes watched on that video. Um, and for YouTube, it's all about the watch time. You know, you, you can get views, you can get subscribers. Those are more vanity numbers. Uh, but the numbers that pay you and pay the bills and the numbers that get people coming back are the amount of minutes that they're staying and hanging around listening to you ramble on about whatever topic that you're covering. And so working from home is a big deal. Uh, and I felt like I was, you know, perfectly positioned to help some people. And I think that through my YouTube channel, I've been able to help hundreds of thousands of people over the past few months kind of do it more efficiently than they maybe would have before. Well, let's talk about that uh, with creating content. You know, I talk a lot about content creation. That's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And what the technology is allowing you to do, imagine if, how many hours did we say? Yeah, well, for that one video, is about 20 million minutes. Oh, so. 20 million minutes. So imagine if you're trying to teach people tutoring one-on-one. -on -one. Right. So you have true scale mm -hmm. and the impact you can make. That's what's fascinating to me about utilizing technology. You can help hundreds of thousands of people or more. Right. And you don't have to deal with them, you know, face to face, each one individually. Uh, and I had someone come on my podcast and they told me they think of their YouTube videos as business cards. So every mm -hmm. video they put out there is just a business card. So basically, if you're a business, a dentist, a doctor, and you put out a YouTube video, that YouTube video, maybe it doesn't bring you direct money monetization wise, but it may bring you in clients or patients or whoever it is, because you're using that video as a business card. And so that Zoom video is now forever out there for years to come and has been for the past few months. And so for anyone who needs to use Zoom, that, you know, asset is out there for them. And that may bring me a very high paying client that wants me to go one on one with them and show them, you know, and I have done this in the past couple of months. I've gone on personal calls with professors of very big universities all around the states and, and worldwide, and I've helped them get to a point to where they can you know, host Zoom meetings to get what they need done. And so I'm not just directly impacting the people who watch, but I'm also impacting the students and the people who are consuming that as well. 
Dusty, give us the name of that one that has gotten the 20 million minutes. I know our curiosity is already aroused on that. It's If it's that valuable, people want to find it. So if they go to YouTube, mm-hmm. what do they look for? So don't quote me on this, but I believe it is Zoom Tutorial from Start to Finish. And I think I had a much more catchy name or title than that. I just, you put me on the spot. So I don't want <laughs> to exactly say that's what it was. Um, but I had the way YouTube videos work is I do some A-B testing. And so what that means is I'll do a, a title A and title B, and then I use a tool on YouTube that allows me to put, you know, title A out to 50% of the people who are watching and title B out. That lets me know, okay, this one has more CTR, which is click-through rate. And I use the one that has a better click-through rate. So say title B, you know, is showing a 10% click-through rate. That's obviously the one that I'm going to go with. And so I think I had two or three titles uh, at the beginning of the whole thing. And I think I settled on the one that was obviously bringing in more traffic. And we can find you on YouTube just by typing in Dusty Porter. That's it. Just my name. You're listening to North Georgia Business Radio X. We're talking to Dusty Porter about technology. We're talking about working from home. Now, we've got a lot to talk about. I just keep thinking of more questions I want to ask you, Dusty. But we bring up that video about Zoom. And there's all, we talked about applications from work to talking to grandkids. Mm-hmm. Is there one or two or maybe three um, quick tips that just – maybe rules of thumb that maybe people mess up or they they should know? Sure. First one is audio trumps video every Mm. day of the week. Mm. Um, When you're talking to someone or communicating, especially if you're in a a business or organization that doesn't necessarily require you to have that video, um, the audio is so crucial uh, and understanding and figuring that out and tinkering with it beforehand as opposed to five minutes before you're supposed to go on the call. Um, Audio is one of those things to where, yeah, you may not be able to see me very well. I may be fuzzy. We can fix that later. But if you can't hear me, nothing's going to be able to go. It's a no go. No one's going to be able to get anything done. Secondly, um, perfection a lot of times gets in the way of a lot of production. Um, And so what would happen is people would call me and they were trying to set up the green screen and they were trying to have all these fancy things behind them. And I would tell them, I'd be like, listen, first you need to figure out how to get in touch with the person. And then we'll work on getting you looking fancy uh, and having you looking really good. And the last tip that I always um, give to people when it comes to communicating and, and, and getting on Zoom and working from home is that don't stress so much because a lot of people, they're not used to this. I'm used to this. This is my d- domain. So I know this. Um, you know, someone came and cleaned my gutters the other day and I, I looked at him up on my roof and I thought if I had to do that, I would just, it just wouldn't work. I just, that's not me. Uh, so understand this is not what you do. This is something that you're going to have to do to get across your message or to get your business out there. So learn it, do a little research. You use YouTube university is what I call it. Use YouTube, go out there and research how to do it. Find a video like mine or someone else's out there, and you will be able to figure out Again, it's not a very hard thing how to use Zoom, but there are some steps involved that you need to take to get it to a point to where you're going to be able to to find productivity and to use it uh, to the best of your ability. Well, my big takeaway here is let's practice, maybe do some trial runs before, because you see all these meetings where people are like, ah, my audio doesn't work. Oh, my mic's not right. And they're trying to figure it out in the time frame of the meeting. Mm -hmm. And and I think you're right. I've been guilty of this. It doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to have a full-blown studio to go on and communicate with people online. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people were wanting. They were wanting that studio look and they would right. see that the TV shows and the TV stations where they bring in production crews and teams. And uh, I remember early on having an email with the vice principal of my wife's school and they were trying to figure out how to set up the links to work for Zoom to be able to break it down per grade level. And I emailed her and I said, you know, doctor, you know, what, you know, and so basically we had a conversation really briefly about how to make it happen. 
Well, it sounds good. we got a lot of technology talk coming up. You're listening to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm here with Dr. Bill Lampton and Dusty Porter. You don't want to miss what's coming. We're going to get into YouTube technology, more working from home when we come back. talking working from home uh, reality now uh, content creation we started talking a little bit about the do's and don'ts some etiquette for zoom which has become a reality for a lot of people and we got a lot more questions dusty porter is with us today and he's just a rich resource of all these things that i think a lot of people are realizing well i probably should have invested in learning that five years ago but it's coming you know bill one of the things i've noticed and dusty i'd love to hear your feedback on this for me personally, and maybe it's just a, a personality style, I am much more effective if I have a topic and five bullet points and you just let me talk through them like I would talk to you right here mm-hmm. versus reading a script off a teleprompter. Right. It's just very different because it's just me when I'm just talking through it. Yeah. Early on in my video creation days, I would try to script out videos and you know I would write them down. I'd have word for word what I would say. And I realized really quickly that I did not work that way. Um, It sounded very robotic. It didn't sound um, natural. And I now, even in my podcast and all of my videos, you would think having instructional videos on a YouTube channel like I would have, you would want to have exactly step by step what to do. But I found that the audience responds better to my videos when I naturally walk them through it as if I was sitting down with them. Right. And so I have those bullet points of, okay, by the end of this video, I want to get across point A, B, and C. And as long as I get to those, I try not to ramble. And I've learned about how to cut the ums and the ahs out as much as possible, just naturally running through it. But I'm with you. I'm, I'm not a scripted type of, uh, of person. And the style that I've kind of morphed into over the years is I'm in, in real life outside of videos. I like to make people laugh. I, I, I like to make people smile. And that's a, a something that, that I try to do in my videos now is, you know, used to, I would, I wouldn't bring that personality trait to my videos, which was very funny that I, I didn't. And so as the years have gone on, I've realized that adding that humor to it, adding a little bit of who I am to my videos right. allows people to connect with me better and in turn builds that trust. And then, you know, beyond that allows them to possibly connect with me to, to, to do, you know, buy one of my products or services. And isn't that funny? In, in a brand, I can relate early on in my career. I was in my early 20s. In any speaking I did, and Bill helped me with this early on, I was going to present like I thought you expected a financial advisor to present. Mm-hmm. And then what I learned over time was people connected most to what I talked about when I used a little of my humor, my natural personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, transparency to me is is key. And I think that adding a little bit of yourself allows people to see you more than just a talking head on a video or a voice behind Mm -hmm. an instructional video. Uh, I've had so many people go from my Zoom video or any other video that I've done on my YouTube channel and find me on Instagram and follow me, you know, not for any of my technology stuff, but for the cute pictures of my daughters. And so it's funny when they connect with you there, you connect with them on a personal level, you are able to then build that trust and relationship that can lead to a business relationship that lasts years. Well, Dusty, let's talk about this power and, and where you see this going with content creation and why it's such a big deal to you. 
Yeah, content creation started as myself creating the content, and then I realized early on that I enjoyed helping others create their content. And so the videos that I create are a lot of times helping people. And the podcast that I host, which is called YouTube Creators Hub, where it's very similar to what you guys are doing here, where, you know, whereas you guys bring on small local businesses or entrepreneurs around this community, I'm bringing on YouTube creators of mm-hmm. all sizes, and I talk with them about their journey and their path to get to where they are now. And it's something, it just, it's so, to me, so awesome that we have the ability and the platforms such as YouTube and podcasting with uh, Spotify and the places that allow you to listen to it, to where if you are a business in today's age, the ability for you to, on a small budget, put yourself out there and get yourself in front of people that in years past was just impossible to me is amazing. Um, and the ability to record something in your home studio and put it out there for anyone to listen to for free mm-hmm. and the ability to upload a video for someone to consume uh, at a very high production value, it, to me, as a small business, there's never been a more exciting time because there's so much available to us at our fingertips at such a low budget that I think that if you are not utilizing these tools or the tool sets that are available to you, that you are crazy and you need to start doing it now. Well, what's so amazing is for that person that's saying, you know what? I didn't have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I didn't end up in a situation where I have this platform through my work or whatever. Everybody has access to this, and maybe this might be an overshoot, but probably with $200 of equipment, if that, you could get a good microphone and a computer, and you have access to what we talked about earlier with your videos to scale. Mm -hmm. You do, and I think that that is probably what scares people. And I I often ask myself, you know, why why don't more people do this? You know, because I look at what I'm doing, and obviously it it takes time. It Mm -hmm. takes patience. A lot of times it takes years, if not decades, to get to where you want to be. But the reason why I think most people are afraid to put themselves out there is they're just, they're scared, and they're they're afraid of maybe what someone's going to say, or that if they put something up there, they're going to fail. And I think that I've had way more failures in my Mm -hmm. business than I've had successes. But the ones and the things that have succeeded have taken me to whole new levels in, in what I'm able to do and the amount of people that I'm able to reach. And I think that if people would really understand that it's not as scary as you think, they're afraid to put their voice on a microphone or their face on a video because they're afraid of what others may, may say or uh, the criticisms that, that may come with it. Uh, and I would just encourage people to use these platforms that are available to them because as you said, Bo, it's much easier and much cheaper than it used to be. Not only is it much cheaper, it's much simpler. Mm-hmm. I, I can remember so well when I first started producing videos. I had an 18-point checklist once I'd done the video on how to get it onto the computer. It was that complicated. So you might shoot the video in five minutes, but it could take you an hour to an hour and a half possibly to even get it on the computer where you can work with it. It's no wonder not many people were doing video then. I had a good instructor who helped me learn to do that, but it was cumbersome. You couldn't do very many a week. Now you can do plenty a week. Catch you, Dusty. Yes. And we've been talking about this idea. It's come up a couple times. Having the, I'll do it when I have the perfect studio. I'll do it when I have the perfect gear, meaning the mics and the mixers and all that. I think a lot of that's an excuse. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of excuse because of some of that fear we talked about, about what if I put myself out there? What if somebody doesn't like it? So you guys both have experience in different ways in this question or this area. What do you say to that person? I'll let, I'll let you start, Dusty. What do you say to that person that's just, you know, that's the underlying, they might not say it, but that's the underlying mm-hmm. fear of, 
you just got to go do it. Yeah, so many people that I talk to have that fear, and so many of those people have such great talents and knowledge that if they were to share it and put it out there, I know what it could could be. Um, it's one of those things to where I always tell these individuals, listen, you're going to sit here and wait for that next piece of gear, or you're going to wait for that the perfect timing. While you're waiting, there are other people out there who are doing the same things that you're doing who are going to go way beyond you and get to, to where you could be if you would just do it. And it's 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 easy to say, just do it. You know, it's easy to say, just put yourself out there, but you can't make someone do it. You know, a lot of coaching calls that I get on, you know, they, they a lot of times they'll ask me, well, why isn't my YouTube channel growing? And I'll go to their channel and they haven't uploaded in six months. And I'll tell them, well, listen, you're not going to be able to grow a channel if you're not willing to put the work and the time in. And again, people just have to be willing to put themselves out there. Well, one thing I've noticed about video, we might fear it, but one of the things that, and this goes way back to when I was teaching speech communication at University of Georgia, they would do a video of their speech and then we would look at it, critique it, talk about how it could be improved. Most of them were very pleasantly surprised. Hey, you know, I thought I looked a lot more nervous than that. Hey, I thought I stuttered a lot. I thought I said, uh, had all those vocal pauses. I, I thought I got lost a time or two. Certainly the camera doesn't lie. It shows it like it is. But as all of us know, we are our own worst enemies and our own harshest judges. And the people who are watching, the people who are listening, are not expecting a television broadcaster. Well, you know, one of the things that's funny, speaking of that, I've seen people do a 15-day challenge, similar to, to your work, Dusty, and they're just having to, they're they're agreeing and committing to, I'm going to get on video, I'm just going to commit to doing it for 15 days. And the growth you'll see by somebody just making themselves actually do it mm-hmm. from that starting video to that last one, it's amazing. So sometimes it's just as simple as just... Don't be perfect. Just do it and commit to it. Yeah, I've spoken with a lot of pastors over the past few months who have never done any video or streaming for their church, and a lot of them are in a position to where they're very uncomfortable with it. And you know, in our, in our area where we're located here in North Georgia, a lot of Southern Baptist preachers have never put themselves on video. And I remember <laughs> at the beginning of this, you know, I was talking to this one guy who, uh, you know, had no, no idea what streaming was or how to do it. And by the end of it, he's sitting there streaming from his back porch. You know, he's doing all these things and it's looking and sounding really good. And so people who in the beginning may think they're not prepared or they're ill-equipped for what, you know, what's coming in the future, they're really not. If they just put themselves out there, I think, Dr. Bill, you are a great example of you're never afraid to try something new. You're going to test these technologies out and that has really benefited you and your business. And I think that if people are willing to take the plunge, they're going to find out that it's not as scary as they probably thought it was. One point I definitely like to make is don't be reluctant at all to seek somebody who can coach you through the technology. It's interesting to me that Bo said I taught him technology because during the 20 years I was in management, nobody ran from technology any faster than I did. Right. <laughs> I just didn't think I could do it. I was afraid of it. I had somebody to delegate it to. And then when I became an entrepreneur, there was nobody to delegate to. So I was very fortunate to find a couple of people who were pioneers in the internet and computers and, and taught me those things. And 20 years ago, 25 years ago, people would laugh that I taught you anything or anybody anything about technology. It's so important. Uh, I mean, we don't try to, I don't try to repair my own car. I wouldn't try to 
take care of my teeth. They're, they're specialists who know these things, do these things, rely on them. You know, you brought up a good point about hire somebody that's doing it at a higher level or that's their expertise or that's what they love to do. So, Dusty, that, that's my question. Where's the sweet spot around? I just said just do it. Now I'm saying maybe let somebody else do it. But I think there's a, there's a, a middle ground, right? You need to be competent and know mm-hmm. enough about your how to utilize technology. But where's that sweet spot of bringing somebody in that maybe that's a better use of their time? to get what they want done. Does it make sense? It does make sense. Okay. You, you have to find the, you know, time is is a resource that we cannot get back. And so you have to look at the things that you are doing in your business, whether it be technology. And, and a lot of times I'll meet with people and they'll tell me what they're trying to achieve with technology. And I will just flat out tell them, let's hire somebody. Let's get right. somebody in here to do this. Whether you're doing a podcast and you need someone to edit it and that's taking up 10 hours of your week that you could be finding new clients or new people to work with in your business, that's 10 hours that you're losing money. Um, and so, you know, you've got to find, you know, you, you want to wrap your head around all of it, as you said, Bo, but you also want to understand that that time is crucial for you and your business. And I remember early on, I would individually go and find the guests for my podcast. And it would take me sometimes 5, 10, 12 hours a week to actually find the people who I thought would be great for the podcast. And since then, I've hired a a person, a virtual assistant per se, who basically she goes out and vets these people and she finds the people who, you know, I've given her a criteria and she does this. And that's given me back 10 hours a week, which for me, is critical. That's a huge portion of time that I can utilize to create more courses or more videos or more podcasts all about the content. So find what you do well, do it, and then understand the things that are more tedious or menial that you just are not passionate about. Because a lot of times it comes to what you love and what you're passionate about. And if you're not passionate about finding guests or about editing a podcast, find someone else who can do it and they do it well and probably a lot better than you can do it. Well, and you brought up a good point. You said that example of something taking you 10 hours, Mm -hmm. there might be somebody out there that that's what they love to do and it takes them two. A hundred percent. Right. And paying them for two hours is much more worth you spending that time of your week. Well, still digging in technology. We're talking podcast. We've talked YouTube. We're talking working from home. We got a lot more. And I want to get your thoughts when we come back from the break, Dusty, on on where you see things going moving forward. Now, we're kind of at a pivotal spot with a lot of things changing, but where do you see things moving forward? We'll be right back with that and a whole lot more. I'm Bo Henderson with Dr. Bill Lampton right here on North Georgia Business Radio X. My mind's blown. We're getting all in the technology. We're talking content creation, podcasting, YouTube, all the good stuff. I'm here with Dr. Bill Lampton. Of course, I'm Bo Henderson. We're talking to Dusty Porter. Now, Dusty, we talked a lot about things that have shifted with recent events. Now, where do you see things going moving forward? Right. And I think the, the, the word or the phrase that I would use would definitely be live streaming. I think that that's probably where the next phase is is going to go. I think that you will find that through this whole pandemic, the past few months, that a lot of folks have learned how to live stream and how to do it at a, a very much a very high production value. And so what I think is going to be the future of content is going to be people bringing you bringing you shows like what we're doing here, but you're going to be able to call in live and you're going to mm-hmm. be able to do things uh, from your home studio that used to take uh, you know a professional crew to get done. Um, and I know personally, I live stream on my YouTube channel and, and 
and did it much more when the kids weren't home. It's hard to live stream when you got a five-year-old banging on the door. <laughs> um, but uh, but I was live streaming on my channel every Friday, and I would do kind of a live kind of question and answer show. And just from donations and things like that, I would sometimes make three, four, five hundred bucks during a during a show. Um, and uh, you know, wow. I, I just I say that to give you kind of the validity of of what a live stream can be. In that you can do your own call-in show. You can do and make it look really snazzy and do transitions if you know what you're doing. And, you know, utilizing videos like mine and other creators out there, you will be able to host a, a sports call-in show or a show, you know, about home improvement or whatever it may be directly from your house. And I think that in the future, we're going to have more businesses. And I mentioned dentists and doctors earlier where, you know, maybe the doctor gets on a live stream and he talks about the the things that you need to do during this pandemic or uh, a dentist gets on and, and hosts a webinar or a live stream and, and talks about what needs to be done for you to have, you know, healthy teeth at, at, at a certain age or whatever it may be. I think that live streaming the beauty of a live stream is that you are able to have that live interaction with your audience in real time and they can talk with you and connect with you right then and there as if you were in the room with them. And we started doing something really interesting at our church, which is a very small church plant where before we did our live stream, we did something called the 10 before where someone would hop on Facebook or YouTube and they do a live stream. And we, we kind of thought of it as the 10 minutes before the church service where you would hang out in the lobby and you know, you're not able to do that now, but you were in there in the 10 before you were able to communicate with people and people would come in Facebook and people that never came to our church would come in and they would communicate with us. And I find it very intriguing of what companies and organizations and businesses are going to do in the future with the live streaming tech that's available to us now. What kind of speed do we need? Because that's one thing I've run into with live streaming. You've got to have a decent or pretty solid internet. Yeah, it's much less than what it used to be. Okay. And, you know, I always recommend people start out trying to stream at 720p and then see kind of what your internet can kind of handle and then move up to the, the, the 1080 and, and go from there. But I know I have certain people who are streaming at, you know, 10, you know, 15 megabits, you know, and, and you have to understand it's not really the download more as it is the upload. Uh, and so a lot of times people are like, well, I have 150, you know, megabits no, you don't. You probably have like 10 or 15. So, you know, again, anywhere from the 15 to 25, you know, range of, of megabits per second is fine. But, you know, you, you probably want to go around, you know, 30 to 50 to, to be in that sweet spot. And that's upload speed. That's upload speed. Okay, right. Very important. Yes. Even the carriers I found when you ask them, they're not even referring. To they upload. don't really know much about upload because they don't get asked about it very much. Uh, and a lot of times I'll talk to Comcast or Xfinity who kind of who, who I'm with. And I'm like, listen, I don't really care about the first number. What's that second number? Because I'm going to be uploading. <laughs> 4K YouTube videos that are 20 minutes long, they may be a terabyte in size. And when I do wedding videography, even beyond that, I need to know, hey, how quickly can I get this stuff up there? I don't be waiting all day long. Uh, and so, yeah, that upload speed is very important. But I think that that shouldn't be the barrier, right? Okay. Like you, you, you can look at that and say, well, my internet's not that good, but you know, you can fairly inexpensively get internet that's very sufficient for live streaming. Well, question here. Now, I want to make sure our listeners have an opportunity to say a thing. Yeah, I've been thinking about podcasting, that YouTube idea, or maybe I just need a blueprint and an action plan. Are those all things that you could do? Yes, I do what I call my one-on-one -on -one coaching where I get on with clients and we do basically a consultation of here's what I want. Here's my business. Here's my idea, my, my proposition. Uh, you know, I want to 
podcast. I want to start on YouTube. And I have different PDFs and different segments that I've kind of, through the years, have kind of put together myself in kind of a package. And so, you know, like I said, they, they can email me, uh, you know, and they can get in touch with me uh, and, and I can work with them one-on-one to kind of take them through the steps of, I can't do it for them. I'm not going to make them successful. I'm not going to have their channel blow up just from what I do, but I can put them in a position to where if they're willing to work and put the time in, that they will succeed. The action steps. Well, how could somebody get in touch with you? Website? What's the best way? Yeah, so it's uh, it's very simple, www.dustyporter.com. Try to keep it as simple as possible. You can email me at any time, dusty at dustyporter.com. And then on YouTube, you can comment on my videos. You can find me on Twitter or Facebook, Dusty Porter across the board. Uh, I found that in business and social media, that's probably one of my weaker points is social media. Well, we've been listening to Dusty Porter. Dusty, thanks so much again for being a guest on North Georgia Business Radio X. I think you provided a lot of good information that impacts a lot of people. Yeah. Thank I, you, guys. I think we need to have you back. Just I think we could do a whole show just on live streaming. Just, Agreed. Just for my personal interest. I just, I'm, I'm fascinated by that. Now, Bill, thanks again for introducing me to Dusty. I think it's been another great show with a lot of value. Yes. And one thing you said to me before this show, do, do I have a good quote for the day? Take us out with a good quote. What do you got? Okay. This one, of course, is from Stephen Covey, his seven habits of highly effective people. And this is one of my favorite passages there. He said, The single most important principle I have learned in the field of interpersonal relations would be this. Seek first to understand and then to be understood. I don't think there's much more I could add to that, and I think that applies to everything we do here and everything we've been talking about today. We'll see you next week, same time, same place. Thanks for tuning in right here on North Georgia Business Radio X. You've been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And remember to support our local businesses.